Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You are listening to the Open Up Podcast. So you're listening to an Open Up Extra This is where we get a little bit more meaty on a particular interview that we've mentioned already in the series. And no pun intended when I say meaty because we're going to hear the full interview with Leo Pemberton, who is a nutritionist and a dietitian. He's trained, he is an expert, even though lots of people claim to be. He knows what he's talking about and I think it's really important that we focus on the issue of clean eating. So he's got a lot to say. Listen up, enjoy the full interview, pass it on to people that you think might be interested and also don't forget to subscribe to the whole lot yes please do subscribe rate and review and let us know what you think with hashtag team open here it is how does one actually qualify to be a bona fide you know expert when it comes to what we eat because I feel like a lot of people say that they know but, yeah. but what does it mean in terms of qualification only someone who has qualified, fully completed a four-year degree can then go on to become a registered dietitian, so it's a legally protected title. That means that I'm accountable for my actions, so if I give you bad advice, I'm bound by a code of conduct um, and I'm professionally regulated and insured, so if something goes wrong, there are consequences for me. And what is considered as something that goes wrong? If someone came to me to lose weight, I can't go and cook every meal of theirs for them. Um, So I can't control someone else's behaviour. But what I can do is signpost them or give them advice that fits with their lifestyle. One of the problems that we have at the moment is that there are lots of people out there who appear to be experts in health or nutrition and it can be really difficult to know who is giving out the right advice or not. There are a couple of trends that do worry me. The clean eating movement, at first glance, that doesn't appear to be dangerous. They're saying, you know, go for unprocessed foods more. That's that's a good thing. But it can lead to disordered eating because if you start to cut out lots of different food groups and then you might only go for raw foods instead of cooked foods, or if you're going gluten-free, then going vegan, suddenly you're left with not 
very much in your diet or maybe only vegetables or only one food group? It's deemed as something that's like really positive if you go online and if you go on Instagram there are movements based around clean eating and yeah. only cooking in coconut oil and yeah. uh, high fat diets where you're cutting out you know every type of carbohydrate. Yeah. One of the dangerous things there is that if you follow certain bloggers or Instagram stars they will all have a slightly different ethos. So if you follow one person and they say, well, I think you should cut out meat, dairy and gluten, you also follow someone else and they say you should cut out grains, then that's where you start to cut out many more groups than those people themselves. And it's really not backed up by science. It depends what your goals are. You know, lots of people want to follow a healthy diet for weight loss. And there are lots of ways in which you can lose weight. But if you're cutting out vitamins and minerals and things like calcium or protein from your diet, yeah. uh, you know, especially if you're still growing or you're very active or, you know, you want to be healthy, that's when it becomes dangerous. What kind of deficiencies could you so, run into unexpectedly? Anemia, which uh, is when you have very low iron levels, and that can affect your energy. It can make you really tired. It can actually make you very ill, seriously ill. So the tiredness would be one of the first symptoms that you, you might recognise. Right. So, yeah. and, and then, then it gets more serious. Yeah, and then also calcium, for example you run the risk of having brittle bone disease or osteoporosis later in life. Younger people are cutting out dairy products completely but not replacing those products with other sources of calcium. Girls as young as 12 might be influenced at school or again by bloggers. Some of the more extreme cases that I've seen or heard about have been where people start um, by maybe going vegan but then moving on to only eating raw foods and so not cooking any foods or having any processed foods. In one extreme case a young man got to the stage where he was only having filtered water, so distilled water was actually really fearful to reintroduce any of the foods that he was having before. So at that point, you're running the risk of death. So it's really serious. And where we have so much information at our fingertips, there is too much information out there and too much contradictory information and advice. Mm. You could feel like you want to be healthy. You could follow someone that tells you that their, yeah. their method is healthy. And then Absolutely. you follow someone else's and then you follow someone else or you follow another method. Essentially, that could boggle your brain so much yeah. that you could end up with an eating disorder. Absolutely. It's harder than ever to know who the real experts are and the people who have the most followers tend not to be the experts. So my profession compared to a glamorous food blogger, um, maybe we look quite dull or, you know, not appealing to, to people. And it's not really my job to build up a huge social media um, following or to build up that presence. I don't need to, but then it means that our voice is diluted. I'll pick up the pieces when things start to go wrong. So health and fitness and nutrition specifically, which is your field, is becoming so glamorous in a sense. It is. That yeah. the the real experts are getting, as you said, drowned out, which yeah. is so And there are some scary. really there are some very good people out there yeah. who do give sound advice. One of the issues that I have 
is that I exercise a lot and I recommend to my clients that they also build activity or more activity into their lives but I would never tell anybody how to lift weights or how to do a certain exercise. I would signpost them to a professional in that area. Yeah. But on the flip side, that's not always true. So a lot of personal trainers, and the advice that they often give is either wrong or misleading because of nutrition. If you are in the health and fitness field, you can be very much on your own agenda. So it probably could be beneficial to somebody making a lot of money to keep people kind of wanting more. Absolutely. And some of the diet plans that I wouldn't necessarily agree with nutritionally because they're not the only way to lose weight might still lead to weight loss. In the short term, one of the issues I have with food bloggers and personalities, they can be very slim. It might not be their diet that has contributed to their look. I'm really scared that there are so many people in the public eye look like they have eating disorders. Yeah. Who are heralded as healthy and in control. It upsets me when I meet people who have started on a health and fitness journey and they have unknowingly started to put their health at risk. The same names come up again and again. It's, it's really sad to have a conversation with someone and for them to come to the conclusion that actually following this healthy eating advice was what led to a problem or a condition that they are. It must add to a sense of shame, realising that you're out of control. Yeah. And then to realise that the path that you began was such a positive one. That's right rather than ever looking at anorexia as an ideal or bulimia. You know, you were so far away from that because you were taking on the beginnings of the journey as something to embetter your life and then to realise that it's taking you down the completely wrong path. I'm certainly seeing a lot of people who appear to be suffering the symptoms of orthorexia, so cutting out many food groups to the point where that has an effect on everyday life and duties and so socialising. I don't really know where it went wrong because it's incredible to be into food of all sorts, to be into healthy food, yeah. to be into non-healthy food, to be into food from a global perspective, yeah. to be into food from an indulgent perspective and to be, you can be as glamorous as you want to be with that, but I think it's become like the thing and I think what sells the most is to label the food that you are making or are into or that you're writing about as healthy. Absolutely and I think there are lots of terms used like guilt free eating and you shouldn't ever be having to feel guilty about nourishing your body. Whether you are having that occasional treat or you're having something that has been processed because not all processed foods are bad for you Um, And there's also a lot of good versus bad, good versus evil, especially in the press, that people have become very uh, confused about. It's almost as if we have to have a public enemy number one in food terms, like sugar currently is public enemy number one. Lots of celebrities are cashing in on that, really, by bringing out books promoting sugar-free eating. Now... 
you don't have to go completely sugar-free to reduce the amount of sugar in your diet. And certainly we're having a bit, most of us are having a bit too much sugar. That's true, but we don't need to enter into this extreme. You don't need to go extreme. And, and there is a lot of extreme eating. <laughs> Some of the ingredients people are using are becoming more and more extreme and hard to find as well. So it's yeah. not really practical to be looking around for these magical powders and potions just to make a sugar-free cookie. And it makes when, it so easy to lash yourself, right? If you, don't, if you don't have the right powders or you bought one and then you see that someone's posted about another one or yeah. you couldn't get hold of in your local shop like the perfect type of superfood, and then you just, and it makes you feel bad. There's a lot of people trying to outdo each other in terms of what they can make food-wise. And I mean more people in, in the media and, and the, the bloggers, for example. And uh, then you think, well, where does this end? Because there are even people out there promoting powdered nutrition only. So, you know, trying to get all of your vitamins and minerals from a powdered food. Now, if that's the way we're going and taking away all of the pleasure of eating and socialising with your friends and family and enjoying food, then I think that's a very dangerous place to be going. What, what is a great food? A great food. So, I try not to use the term superfoods yeah. because I think, again, that can be misleading. <laughs> and often when you look at who is calling something a superfood it might be a manufacturer who wants you to buy a really expensive berry yeah where you could get quite similar nutrition from the humble tomato for example yeah so i try not to use the term poor humble tomato <laughs> <laughs> all fruits and vegetables are great and then things like nuts and seeds they're brilliant you know they're very heart healthy for you Olive oil is, is fantastic. I was in Greece recently and my mate gave me a shot of olive oil in the morning. He was like, honestly, oh, wow. you've just got to <laughs> just drink it straight. I was like, it's olive oil. <laughs> well, olive oil is, is very good for you. Yeah. It, it is. And especially if you're using it cold on salads or vegetables. I am an omnivore. I, I eat all, all food groups. I'm not vegetarian. But, you know, you can have a healthy, balanced diet on a vegetarian diet as well. There are a couple of things that you'd want to be more careful around. If you're going to go vegan, you have to be a bit more careful still and make sure you're getting certain nutrients, especially calcium, iron and B12. There are lots of easy, fast recipes that you can make that are healthy and balanced. It doesn't need to be complicated. The last question. Mm, go for it. <laughs> if you were a fruit or a vegetable, what would you be and why? Okay, look, I love blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that they would be my favourite, absolutely. I wonder why you I would be... You make a good blueberry. They pack a good punch, blueberries. <laughs> they are yummy. Yeah, absolutely. So that, that would be one of my favourite breakfasts, would be something like porridge and blueberries. Okay, so uh, you're the blueberry in blueberries. it. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Here's a cool fact. 
A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>